Welcome to the How to Spirit Podcast. I'm Malika. And I'm Jada. And we are two cousins coming from African-American and religious homes. Come along with us as we embark on a Gen Z powered spiritual journey to be more in tune with our higher selves. We discuss various topics like self-mastery, the wonders of the universe, divination, and how to navigate that part of ourselves in modern society. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so stay tuned. All right, welcome to another episode of Welcome. How's your spirit feeling today? Hmm, well, thank you, Jenna, for asking. My, my spirit today is feeling good. I'm excited to be productive. Um, it is raining though, and so you know, whenever it's raining, sometimes it makes you feel like you need to stay in the bed. You know, it's a little gloomy outside, but you know, just gotta get out of that, you know, um, environmental funk. What about you? Spirit is very energized today. I woke up, you know, I was ready. I did turn off my alarm like 10 times, <laughs> but after that, I was up, I was alert, very excited to film this episode. All right, what's today's episode about? So today's episode is about ancestors. We are going to be talking about, you know, our relationship with them. You know, we say ancestors, you know, in the spiritual community, you hear ancestors being talked about a lot. So just thinking, you know, well, what is it? You know, who are they? Um, And how we, you know, how we view them and you know communicate with them right right so first we can get into who are they who are ancestors and spirit guides they can be anyone who has deceased in your family or sometimes your ancestors aren't even part of your family sometimes they're assigned to you which would be then a spirit guide that can be assigned to you Mm -hmm. and they're with you all the time they're always around you, waiting for you to talk to them, connect to them. Um, how do you feel? Do you feel connected with your ancestors and spirit guides? Um, <clears throat> so, honestly, I just started, you know, working with my ancestors and feeling connected with them this year, if not late, um, last year, 2022. Um, and so I felt disconnected from them for a long time um part of that being I didn't really know a lot about my dad's side of the family um and then with my mom's side like I knew of a few people but we didn't really grow up talking about our ancestors our lineage and so it wasn't until I did my own personal digging where then I, you know, discovered new people, or new ancestors, or discovered the names of them at least. Um, and so it, it is more more so recent for me, um, feeling connected to mine. What about you? Did you grow up talking about your ancestors, or like when did this whole ancestor thing come up for you? <clears throat> I didn't even. I mean, I've heard it in movies and stuff, but I never thought to you know, reach out to my own to connect with them. I always thought that was like, you know, native fantasy thing. Right. Um, I didn't really start getting connected with them until probably about a year and a half ago. 
Okay. Um, it was, it was, I will say a scary experience <laughs> because I wasn't ready for, you know, anything that's not in physical human form to be connecting with me or seeing stuff going on around. Yeah. Um, and then being in my dorm room, uh, it was pretty scary at night because I'm, I'm asking for signs and they're giving me signs. Now I'm scared to go in my dorm room. So it was a pretty <laughs> scary first start. But now I will say that I am more connected. Um, I'm not as afraid to, you know, have them show me visual signs, stuff like that. Um, how are you with the signs? Have I shown you anything visually? Um. <clears throat> so for me, um, me and you talked about like, cause you would see angel numbers all the time, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't. It got to the point where I was just like, "Oh well, I don't really see angel signs." You know, the angel numbers one 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 two 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 three three three. Like I, I didn't really, I didn't really see it. So I don't know if it, if I wasn't just in tune with it yet, or if I was just like ignoring it. You know, but I feel like once I set the intention of okay, I will I want to communicate with my ancestors. I'm I'm looking for the signs. Then I find then I feel I feel like they start to pop up. So mm-hmm. I'll see the angel numbers on my phone. You know, when I check the time, all of a sudden it's four four four, right? Or three three three, eleven eleven, right? Growing up, right in school. You know, I you hear people say, "Oh, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish, make a wish." You know, I remember that? Yeah. So it's like that. I did. You know, now I'm thinking about it. Oh, okay. So I did. You know, know something about that a little bit, but it was more so just like, "Oh, just make a wish." Wow, I'm that's the kid thing. Yeah, that's a kid thing. Like, make a wish. It's eleven eleven. Um, and now you know, some people feel like that's kind of corny, but it's just like no. Um, and I do use <clears throat> so when I am communicating with them how I know that they are with me, I use a pendulum. And so a pendulum, for those who don't know, it's it's like a, it's kind of like a pointy object. Um, pendulum, what's pendant? Pendant is five sides? Pendulum, yeah. Five. yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it has, it's like five sides, but it comes to a point. Um, and so I, you know, I use that, to ask them to give me a sign that they are with me so it I change it up every time so I literally I'll say you know if you're with me move it this way and then I'll wait and see if you know if if they if they move it a certain way then I'm like okay they're with me like this is literally a sign that they're with me so that's that's how I use it that's how I know that I'm you know talking to them that's how I um you know the sign that I see. Um, I feel like when I'm opening up the space to communicate with them, mine is. I've tried the pendulum, but my hands are too shaky. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say I can't, but right now, I don't use that. Um, mine is more like uh, like the hair standing up on the back of my neck. I get the that cold feeling, or mm-hmm. I switch to being really hot. Or also what I've been realizing, you know how we have, you know, our own thoughts. They can 
communicate with me by inserting their thoughts into me. Mm-hmm. If I'm not physically thinking it myself, and it's it's hard to explain. It's kind of like hearing someone else's conversation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I either like hear them acknowledging me, you know, being in my presence, or it's more like a feeling, like a hot or cold. On my left ear, it'll start ringing really, really loud. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it hurts. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I know when they're, you know, in the area or we're communicating. Um, what advice do you have to those who are wanting to get into it? How should they be talking to them and how should they be doing it in a safe way? If that makes sense. Yeah, so, <clears throat> like, for me... Initially, I was searching for, so, okay, so what, what what caused me to start working with them and really getting into communicating with them is doing my ancestry through the app, mm-hmm. right? Um, so just looking up my lineage, you know, asking my great-grandmother questions about her mom or, you know, her dad or what she does remember, um, reaching out to, you know, groups of my family who I've never even met, but who are reconnected on ancestry. So, I, you know, reaching out to them. So I would say if you want to start, you know, communicating with them, first and foremost, we are descendants of our ancestors. So their blood is literally running through our veins. Mm-hmm. So they're always with us. So just know that first and foremost and so I would say like if you are able to get any material objects that they were connected to right it's still that energy that energy still resonates with them so I would just say any pictures that you may have um to you know utilize those when you're when you're speaking with them and also say their names right. I feel like when when I call when I call their names right I, I just I get a chill I get mm-hmm. goosebumps when I call their names that's how I know that they're with me if you're communicating I feel like that's really important like you said to do um when communicating with spirits it's important to call their names so you know who you're talking to so you know, because the spirit realm is infinite, right? It's many spirits in that realm. So I would say just calling on their names um, and using like pictures or certain, you know, artifacts like any jury that, you know, people pass down jury sometimes through the family, right? Maybe you have a wedding ring from your great grandma or, you know, just little things like that. Maybe you have a plate that was passed down in your family. Maybe your grandma used to cook in this pot growing up. You know, just different things that still hold their energy. What about you? What do you even think? Well, me, on the other hand, even though we are in the same family, (laughs) I feel like as far as my immediate grandparents, well, both of ours, they're still pretty much alive as far yeah. as the immediate, immediate ones. Yeah. I have had one granddad pass away, and I still haven't tried reaching out to him yet. I honestly don't know why. Um, I honestly, I don't know how to word it. I just do a general sense of calling out to my ancestors, those that have passed, or even all the way back to leading back to slavery. 
Mine is more like a general sense. Okay. But I would say that my spirit guides, because I've never seen an ancestor. Um, spirit guides, I have seen them. Um, I've never seen a spirit guide. They can be in many shapes and forms. Like one of them, mm-hmm. it's a lady, or I don't want to say a lady, uh, a, f- a, a feminine, feminine presence. Energy, okay. Right? Yeah. They are huge. Like when I see her, it's like all the way up. <laughs> and the first time I saw that, I was scared. I was so, 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 so scared. Like I did a cleansing. Was you awake? Yeah. Okay. I did a whole cleanse the room and everything. But then I felt like a like a sadness after doing that. Like I was being mean to a friend or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me try that again. So I feel <laughs> like I was overreacting. Um, but yeah, one of my spirit guides, they are huge. Um, the other one is <clears throat> more like a human, past human energy. Um, they're kind of chill. And this another one It's more of just neither feminine or masculine it's just a spirit mm-hmm. like a guiding spirit mm-hmm. that one can be very playful like when i ask for signs they will knock stuff over stuff that's never fallen over before, <laughs> that i don't touch it'll just fall off books will come off my bookshelf just all of them at the same time and nothing is over there to mess with it or anything they just like to knock stuff over make noise um I will say one time when I wasn't too direct with what I was doing, um, I was going through something with my mom at the time. So I was just, you know, <laughs> praying out. <laughs> Casual, y'all. <laughs> I was just praying out to whoever, like, helped me through the situation. I don't want to be going through this anymore. And I bought a candle from the spiritual shop, uh, House of Spiritual Roots. Mm-hmm. It was a mother candle, like, you know, send your... It had a note on it, like, send your motherly guidance to me or whatever. And I lit the candle as I was praying that. And two days later, I was going to sleep. And it just felt like this thick presence mm-hmm. in the corner of the room every mm-hmm. single night. But it didn't feel malicious. It just felt thick and heavy. So I ended up going back to the spiritual shop to get a reading on it. And it ended up being this old lady that she was once a mother that she ended up passing away and she missed her kids mm-hmm. so since you know spirits are all around her she heard my prayer she was like oh this girl's in distress and needs a mom so i'm gonna be here mm-hmm. and she never did anything like you know scary she would just always be there like her presence yeah but as i stopped going through all of that with my mom she went away she suddenly went away right but i will say that's that's scared me yeah I'm like, who is this lady but just make sure you're direct with who you're talking to because there's some spirits who they do want to help. They just want to be, you know, feel that human experience. Yeah. Again. But just, you know, watch out what you're doing. Yeah. So I just want to piggyback. I just want to, okay, I'm tired of saying piggyback. I want to, you know, elaborate a little bit on that. Something that you said of just like, um, not her not even being a relative right right, who came to help um and i would just say that the way the way i feel is if you have pure intentions first of all if you're reaching out to your ancestors to spirit or your whomever i would definitely cover yourself first sage use some palo so cleanse their energy 
say, you know, I banish all. This is what I say every day. I say this every day. I banish all negative energy, right? Um, whoever it is, right? Because some ancestors have, may have malicious intent. So first and foremost, I would just cleanse the energy. I feel like if you have pure intentions with whatever you're doing, it has no choice but to be pure intentions coming back to you, right? If you're skeptical about reaching out, if you're doubting it, if you're feeling like, oh, maybe I'm going to gain connection with negative spirits or whatever, whatever energy you're putting out, it may be, it may happen. It may return so long as you're going into it with like positive intentions, speaking positive of the situation, right? You're truly seeking answers and you're not reaching out to anyone to do harm to anyone else, right? You don't want to use your ancestors to do harm to anyone else. As long as you're having pure intentions with what you're doing, I feel like you're okay. And as long as you're, you know, protecting yourself, um, before you open that situation, also before you end that situation, right? Mm -hmm. You want to always, you know, thank your ancestors for coming to you, um, for being there. Always thank them. Um, and then just say what I say, I say until next time, mm -hmm. right? Until next time that, that shuts it down for me. Um, so yeah. How do you, what do you do to show gratitude to them? Like as far as your altar, what do you, what types of items or, uh, sacred things do you do for them? Yeah. So for those who don't know, you know, altar, <clears throat> if you're, you know, in a traditional religion, you know, if you identify being a part of a religion, an altar in a church may, you know, what is the altar? A place where people go to worship. So in my room, I have an altar, a place where I go, a place where I feel safe to communicate with my spirits. So on my altar, you know, I have crystals. So what I have on my crystals to um, communicate with my ancestors, right? Um, money, right? Everything, first of all, everything has a vibration. So just because they're in the spiritual realm doesn't mean that they can't feel the vibration. Know that they can't use the physical money because that is in a part of the material world. But money symbolizes wealth, right? Maybe it gives them wealth in whatever that means where they are, right? So money, um, uh, um, I'm in the process of getting pictures printed out of my ancestors but also like Jada said like let's say you're adopted and don't know who your ancestors are right maybe you could do uh you know the dna test ancestry tell you what regions your family are from mm -hmm. and then you could go from there with oh maybe if if you're black right you know you had some african ancestors right, right? go that route right <clears throat> um so yeah, some 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 pictures. Um, also crystals. Um, recently, I've just been finding crystals that resonate with the third eye. So you know, your third eye is more so how you. The way I see it, my third eye is how I communicate with the spiritual world through my third eye. So I put crystals on my, you know, on that altar that will help me open my third eye, help me be more intu intuitive, help me, you know, decipher some of their signs. Um, so what about you? You What did you let me use the other day? Oh, yes. Yeah, so how's the spiritual roots for all of our listeners, whether wherever you're from, how's the spiritual roots is in Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina? 
um, they have a lot of oils, oils from if you're going to court, if you're going through a divorce, if you're feeling sick, they have oils for anything. Um, three oils that I got from there, one is ancestral oil. Mm-hmm. That's what I dabble. I usually put that in the back of my ears, the back of my neck, and like you said, the third eye area. But where's the third eye area for those who don't know? Um, right smack in the middle of your forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, I also put it by my ears too, just so I can be more open to what they're saying yeah but whenever i'm about to do like a tarot reading or whether i just need guidance Mm -hmm. or if i just feel like they're trying to communicate with me and i'm not really picking it up i put some of that on um i also have dragon's blood oil that's really like uh i don't want to say empowerment it's like a what's the word i'm looking for not cleanse it's not cleanse it's like a I can't think of the word, but we're going to get back to that. But I have dragon's blood oil, <laughs> and I have frankincense oil. Mm, I love um, frankincense. I love how that smells. I do put the dragon's blood oil on my, uh, I have like a little skull thing on my top, tower, on my altar, and I drop some on my rocks. Mm-hmm. Rocks. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, God. Oh, no. Crystals. I put some on my crystals, too. Um, really just to channel that energy. I did not just say rock. Just to channel it on my energy. Um, uh, I don't really put food up there. I know people that do put food up there. Mm-hmm. But like me, you're talking about, I don't know what they, what they, what they like. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just don't want food just to be out of my room. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry, just real quick, now that you're saying food, um, you know, even if it, if it, even if you don't know what they like, you, as like it's all going back to the intentions. Mm-hmm. As long as your intentions are pure, they probably don't even care what food they're getting. If you know what I'm saying, not to say it's got to be trash, but you know, as long as you're giving it to them as a thank you, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to be receptive with whatever it is. Be it, be it candy, you know, a sugar cube. I don't know, like some pizza, whatever it is. You're if you're giving it to them with the purest intentions, I feel like you cannot go wrong. Um, like you said, I do have money up there. I used to have a whole bunch of coins, but I'm clumsy, and the coins be all over. Keep falling. <laughs> so, I just switched to actual paper money. Mm-hmm. I have two blunt roaches up there. You know, they can enjoy the vibes, mm-hmm. however they uh, connect that. Um, what else do I have up there? I have a symbol of life up there. Mm. It's kind of like a, it, it from at first glance, it'll look like a pentagram. I also had that up there, but I don't know what I did with that. Um, it's a lady. She has her arms and legs stretched out, and it's connected to a circle, just resembling life from start to finish. Really, there is no finish. It just goes around and around and around and around. Mm-hmm. I have that up there. Um, I also have a cross up there, even though I'm not you know, deeply Christian, but your ancestors. it's part of me, right? yeah, part of me, part of them. Um, it reminds me of my grandma, so yeah. I have that up there. I mm-hmm. have another thing that my grandma gave me. It's a child praying on the bed. Um, I'm just, my grandma's a very loving person, so that's my symbol of love up there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do you, uh, okay yeah so um i would just say be open to the signs that you get is don't look for 
you know, their actual voices, mm-hmm. right? Don't think that, oh, I can't hear them. They're not in my head. Like you said, right. you know, maybe you, you start hearing some of their thoughts. That's never happened to me, right? So it's all, you know, all of this is really subjective and whatever works for you. You know, like what may work for Jada to communicate with her ancestors, my ancestors may not communicate with me in that way, right? So just be open to, you know, whatever signs you get, um, whatever, you know, whatever they look like. So maybe you might see like a certain bird all the time. Like you were talking, t- telling me how you used to see what cardinals all the time. Right. I used to see cardinals all the time, but now I don't see them at all. Now we switch to crows. Mm-hmm. Maybe where I look, it's a crow. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And then another thing I wanted to say, I know you mentioned what a pentagram. Mm-hmm. So when you're going into spirituality, I feel like a lot of it may be scary based on what we were taught, yeah. right? So if you grew up in an extremely religious home, you might hear a pentagram like, oh, that's devil worshiping or whatever. But I would just say, like, do your own research on what may be scary. Like you said, you have like a skull on your altar. Mm-hmm. To somebody who's listening, that might be, you know, scary or too much for them. But it's like skulls, you know, just represent the dead. And some people think of death as a negative thing and like a bad thing. But if you're communicating with your deceased ancestors right that may be something that kind of may connect you right so just be open to different ways and just different um objects of way of doing things and don't automatically dismiss certain things based on what you heard or based on what you saw in the movie right definitely do your own research (laughs) because At first, I was really scared to put that on my altar because I knew, you know, y'all come in my room. I didn't want y'all to be like, what is what this? this? <laughs> right. But pentagrams, long story short, they represent the elements of the earth. Mm-hmm. That's why it goes in a star, all the elements, and then the circle. Water, air, earth, all that kind right. of stuff, spirit. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um. I wanted to hit on. So, yeah, just saying if if you don't necessarily know by name your ancestors or whoever, just, like, who think about your heritage, right? The things that, you know, as an African-American, I'm, sh- I'm almost 100% sure that our ancestors, Maybe they like Negro spirituals, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they were farmers, right? They were enslaved. They had to, you know, work the land, right? Oh, another thing we put on altars was flowers, right? Mm-hmm. We forgot to mention that. Um, I just recently started doing that. Um, just putting life on the altar. That's my reasoning for putting flowers on there. Um, <clears throat> but you know, maybe they like Negro spirituals. Um. If they came from Africa, I don't know. Maybe they were village chiefs, right? Or just just different things. Um, um, I know they have like an African shop, like an African store that sells like African jewelry, jewelry from West Africa, jewelry from Nigeria, right? Maybe you put something like that on your altar. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't know them by name, you know that's still a part of who you are. What were you gonna say? Just real quick before we wrap wrap up. Yeah. I heard you saying Africa. 
do your research ancestry because it could be you know haiti whatever Mm -hmm. we're not saying that it just has to be african yeah yeah as long as you do your ancestry you have a more direct answer of who you need to be talking to Mm -hmm. where they come from yeah i was just saying africa because i'm black i'm african-american right right? so um but yeah africa is a huge place right africa is not just one country it's it's a continent come you know made up of multiple countries um so um what's your spirit tip based on what we talked about based on the ancestors tap in with them be open to communicating with them be clear in how you want to communicate with them Get to know who they are, what they like. Just expand. What's yours? So, um, my spirit tip will just be to, I guess, once you once you develop that relationship, or if you want to develop that relationship, just continue to ask questions. You know, as I feel like that's how I'm working on my intuition when I'm doing the tarot cards, I ask them questions, mm-hmm. right? And that's how I get the answers because I'm asking them the right questions. Ask, who are they? Even if they don't tell you, and you know, our language is a part of the material world, right? Humans made up this language. So their language in the spiritual world is not going to be how we communicate. So um, just be open to however they communicate with you. Um And so, yeah, continue to ask them questions, look at, you know, look for answers. It may not be answers how you think that they should be, but just be open to all the answers that they give you. All right. I feel like we had a pretty good episode. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into our spirit chat today. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And add the show on Instagram at HowToSpirit333. And you can find Malika on Instagram at underscore the real Malika. And you can find Jada at underscore K the Don. That's two N's underscore. See you in the next episode. episode.